Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT Wellness Podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of Centerlink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. As always, you can go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org if you want to find the written version of the roundup with all the links that we're about to discuss. Let's jump into our first piece of the week. Mental Health Action Day is May 19th. This coming Thursday, May 19th, will be the second annual Mental Health Action Day. Centerlink is proud to partner in this initiative, which focuses on moving us from awareness to action, given the serious mental health disparities that face LGBT communities. Now, we know that there's been a lot of anti-LGBT legislation making its way through the states recently. We've covered a lot of that here on the podcast. Um, There's especially uh, trans youth and other LGBT youth being targeted by different laws. And there's research to show that this is associated with mental health issues, um, you know, related to facing that stigma and discrimination. Plus, these types of laws make it harder to access services that help address whatever mental health issues may have already existed before. So now is really the time for us to think about action. Now, if you go to our blog, you'll see um, links to research and resources um, that you can use uh, either to find support for you or someone that you care about or to advocate uh, for better, more quality, more inclusive, more affordable mental health um, here in the U.S. And next up, we have another great day coming our way, honoring our LGBT elders. May 16th is recognized as National Honor Our LGBT Elders Day. This event was started in 2016 as a way to honor the contributions that LGBT older adults have made to our communities. The event also draws attention to the issues facing LGBT older adults, uh, such as health-related issues. We know that LGBT older adults face compounded disparities from decades of inequitable access to health care as well as discrimination and other factors. So this is really important. The resources that they have here um, on the website include toolkits uh, for various types of entities to get involved, including ways that healthcare settings can recognize the occasion and improve services for LGBT older adults. Um, folks are also encouraged to share messages and photos on social media with the hashtag LGBT Elders Day. Now you can, uh, you know, share share a story yourself if, if you're an LGBT older adult or share something that you're appreciative of, um, an experience that you've shared. I think it's great to, to make these types of things intergenerational. My first job working professionally as an LGBT advocate was working with the older adult population. Um, And really, um, as someone who's somewhat younger myself, you know, we owe so much to the people that came before us. So great to see this occasion being celebrated and and celebrated, but also with action that we we need to improve our services um, for this population for sure. Next up, the hidden costs of conversion therapy. Gemma Pediatrics published a study that reviewed available scientific literature and found that across various studies, conversion therapy for LGBT individuals was associated with higher rates of depression, substance use, and attempted suicide. In addition, they estimated that experiencing so-called conversion therapy, in which someone uses discredited means to try to change the sexual orientation or gender identity of another person, was associated with $97,000 in financial losses, including the money that people wasted on this so-called therapy, uh, but also the cost of dealing with all the the fallout, seeking actual medical care, um, as well as lost productivity from all of the, the stress and trauma that that creates. 
On the other hand, affirmative therapy, which is basically good evidence-based therapy in which someone's identity is supported and uh, you know they're, they're able to continue in a positive way on that journey, was associated with cost savings, not uh, surprisingly, because we know that better mental health leads to um, all sorts of other better um, health uh, you know, factors, as well as long-term savings and what you're going to be spending to, to get taken care of to get the care that you need. They also found that it increased quality-adjusted life years, which is a kind of complicated um, concept, but basically it's looking not just at how long that you live, but how well you're living. And so they're finding that, you know, when someone goes through positive therapy, they're, they're getting these years added. When someone goes through conversion therapy, these years are getting taken away. So for for me, this was a really interesting study to look more in depth. We, we know, I think intuitively that this is wrong, that it's um, a travesty of justice and an abuse of the word therapy, um, but we uh, don't always know the details. So this was really fascinating to look into. And now to our next story, leaked Roe decision raises LGBT health concerns. Gay City News published a detailed analysis about the concerns being raised by LGBT advocates of a potential rollback in queer rights following a leaked draft Supreme Court decision on reproductive rights. Not only does the leaked decision represent a seeming willingness to revoke previously established constitutional rights, which I think is scary for LGBT folks in general, um, but it also specifically seems to erode the general idea of freedom and privacy that have been key to decriminalizing same-sex sexual relations back in the early 2000s, as well as establishing marriage equality more recently. Abortion access is itself, of course, an LGBT health issue, with research finding that bisexual women, for example, are more likely than heterosexual women to need access to abortion services, and that gender minority people who became pregnant uh, considered ending a pregnancy without medical support due to the legal restrictions that already exist, as well as the stigma that uh, that is involved there. So obviously, this has been a huge news story. It's only a draft opinion. It's incredibly unusual for it to be leaked. So um, we'll see what happens at the end and how advocates advocates react to a final decision, uh, but this was an interesting piece delving into um, some of the details and legal analysis around uh, what this could mean potentially for LGBT health and rights. And now our next piece, in case you missed it, an exclusive All of Us interview. I don't know if you've had the feeling over the past week that maybe you're forgetting something, you have the fear of missing out creeping in, um, but if you do, it may be because you haven't checked out our three-part interview from last week with Dr. Anthony Foe, who's part of the team making the All of Us research program queerer and more fabulous. You can learn all about this important initiative and how Centerlink and Stanford University School of Medicine are helping to ensure that it is the most inclusive federal research program ever, and it's going to help us fill a lot of gaps on LGBT health. You can check out our summary on the blog, but while you're here listening to the podcast anyway, you can go back and check out those um, three uh, three parts to the interview. Um, I definitely recommend listening to all of them, but we have it cut into three chunks um, for your uh, convenience. So um, definitely go and check out that interview if you haven't already, uh, and hopefully we'll have more content like that in the future for you here on the podcast. And in our last story for the week, we're going to do something special here. Um, a couple weeks ago, we included a story here um, on the podcast about our new study that came out um, involving a program that promoted tobacco cessation uh, among sexual minority women, including using some cool technology to basically be able to, to pinpoint um, who needs to be reached out with this type of messaging. 
Um, we have one of the uh, study's authors, Karen Caldwell, who very uh, kindly called in um, and left us a little bit of um, behind the scenes uh, additional information, kind of sharing what she thought was really important and interesting about the study. Um, so let's hear from Karen. This media campaign has been a way to reach women in the LGBTQ community with messages about quitting smoking or vaping. We used a very focused approach that is location-based digital display ads that target specific cell phone locations and commercial marketing profiles. Location-based advertising is a little different than geofencing in that it uses GPS technology to give pinpoint accuracy in reaching people who have visited a specific venue, for example, coffee shops, bars, bookstores, or the like, uh, and then delivering these messages to users across any device where they might have internet access. In our experience, this has been an effective way at reaching lesbian and bisexual women in our community. Well, that just about wraps up another edition of our roundup, but I want to point out that if you have um, any research that you're working on, whether or not it's something that we've covered here, um, or you know, an advocacy day that you're promoting, or anything that you think might be of interest to our listeners, you can also send in um, a message to us if you go to our, uh, our podcast channel, which you can find on our blog. There's a little button that says message. You can click that, and you can send us um, a, a little voicemail. Uh, that we could feature here on the podcast. Um, also, a good way to send us feedback if you'd just like to let us know what you like about the podcast, um, what you'd like to see more of. Um, so uh, again, the website is blog.lgbthealthlink.org. There you'll find all the links from this week's stories as well as the link where you can um, chat with us uh, that way and send in um, an audio clip. So we hope to hear from you. Uh, and uh, either way, we'll, we'll talk to you next week with another edition of our Roundup. <laughs>